Hey, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to a brand new episode of Revelation Communication. This is our 46th episode, and I'm so glad and thankful you've taken the time to watch or to listen to this new podcast. Just a couple of quick reminders before I get going today. Uh, Wednesday night, we do have our midweek Bible study taking place right here at Revelation Church at 7 p.m. So I want to encourage you during our midweek service to come on out and join us. We also have our Sunday morning worship service at 10 a.m. We're going to get back into our series, Traveling the Romans Road, after we took a few weeks off to celebrate things like the 4th of July and Father's Day. You can go ahead and head on over to our website, www.revchurchcv.com, to find all the links to our podcasts, to our sermons, as well as the links to our social media pages. And finally, if this podcast or if our sermons or Bible studies are an encouragement to you, would you please like and subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, as well as follow us on our Instagram page. The handle is rev underscore church underscore CV, and follow us on our Facebook page where you can find us at RevChurchCV. Uh, and that's it, Rev Church CV. Uh, anyways, uh, Romans 8, 35 through 39 should be a familiar verse to many of you, if not at the very least, verses 38 and 39. And that's what I wanted to share with y'all today. Paul says this, he says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, he says, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus." You know, I got to be honest with y'all. I've done just about everything I could to make God not love me anymore. And without getting into too much detail, I've definitely tested his word to see if I can be separated from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. But when you consider that God was willing to give up his only begotten son for our lives, it really makes you see and understand that there's truly nothing that can separate us. Lord, I've sinned against you. That's okay. I love you. Lord, I've blasphemed your name. That's okay. I still love you. Lord, I've committed fornication. That's okay. I still love you. Lord, I've coveted. I've idolized. I have pride. That's okay. I still love you, he says. Lord, I've lied. Lord, I've stolen. Lord, I've cheated. He says, that's okay. I still love you love you. The love of God, in fact, is so powerful. Not even the Jews who shouted to Jesus to crucify him could be separated from God's love. It's so powerful that even Barabbas was loved by God. It's so powerful that even David's adultery and murder of Bathsheba's husband couldn't separate God's love from him. It's so powerful that even Saul's persecution of Christians couldn't separate him from the love of God. It's so powerful that even the vilest people on earth can experience the love of Jesus Christ 
through repentance and the everlasting mercy of God. And listen, I know it's easy to say, oh, they don't deserve the love of God. They don't deserve forgiveness for what they did. But God says, I have loved the whole world and sent my only begotten son that whosoever, and that includes the vilest among the vile, would believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. There is no other God, no other deity, no other idol, no other religion that has the love that the one true living God does. And while every other religion requires you to sacrifice for it, God sacrificed Jesus Christ for us. While every other religion requires you to work for salvation and acceptance, Jesus did all the work on the cross. And all we have to do is believe in that finished work and we will be accepted into the eternal kingdom of Jesus Christ. And I wonder, have we really taken time to understand the magnitude of this love? I wonder if we've pondered the fact that our omnipotent creator loves us with a love so strong and powerful that he was willing to give up his own life that ours may be spared so that we can spend eternity with him in his presence, in his glorious kingdom. You know, I love what Paul says earlier on in in Romans 5, verses 7 and 8. He says, For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You know, in other words, you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone willing to die for another, especially a self-righteous man. Maybe someone would be willing to give their life for someone that is good or, or honorable, but even that is scarce. But God showed his love toward us that even before we knew we were sinners, before we knew we needed saving, Christ died for us. And everybody on this planet needs to understand that simple fact that we are sinners. Romans 3.23 reminds us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And that is why we need the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, because we are sinners. God's love through the atoning blood of Jesus Christ has washed away that sin. It has reconciled us back to God, having been previously separated from God because of sin. Jesus on that cross took our cup of iniquity and bore the punishment of death for our sins. He laid down his life as the payment for our sins so that we may have everlasting life with God. No longer apart from God because of our transgressions, we are now called saints, heirs, sons, daughters, and children of the Most High God. And it's all because of Jesus and the love he has for you and for me. And so when you see and when you hear the words, Jesus loves you, bring into remembrance just what that love did for you. The Greek word for it is agape. It's an unconditional love that God has for us. No matter what condition you're in today, God loves you. No matter what your past was, God loves you. No matter what your present is, God loves you. No matter what your future holds, God loves you. And as much as you try to separate yourself from the love of God, you won't be able to do it. Throughout history, 
It's forgiven the worst of sins, including mine. And so I urge you today to call upon the name of the Lord and experience firsthand that agape love through Jesus Christ. And hey, if you don't know him as your personal Lord and Savior right now, I ask you that if you want more information, or even if I can pray for you, head on over to our website, www.revchurchcv.com. Scroll all the way to the bottom. You'll find my contact information there, or you can leave me a message. But I just want to encourage you to call upon the name of the Lord if you haven't done so already. He loves you unconditionally. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I'm Solomon Stewart with Revelation Communication.